Welcome to Sarah's Simple Thoughts. I am so happy that you are here today. We are going to be talking about a very applicable, very common, very infamous concept, and that is stress. So I'm really excited to dive in, but before we do that, let me introduce myself. I am Sarah, your host, and I am a mindset coach for women. I help determined, driven women who have goals and dreams that they are after, and I help them to get unstuck because let's face it, whenever you go on a journey, sometimes you're going to have times when you get stuck and you need a hand, and that is who I am. I am here to remove the blocks that are in the way, primarily the mindset blocks that have been developed over the years and you are continually entertaining and they're keeping you stuck. So without further ado, I'm going to dive into our topic. Be sure to leave your review on Spotify. Tell me what you think about the podcast, leave a rating and feel free to share with your friends, family and share on social. I'm so excited to dive in today. Let's get going. All righty. How do we get from being stressed out of our minds? <laughs> to a life of ease and warmth and serenity every time we wake up in the morning. Alrighty, number one, plan. This is not a foreign concept, am I right? Like, if you have had those days that have just kind of seemed to unravel at the edges because you didn't plan or you didn't... um you know, prepare things ahead of time. You know what I'm talking about. Things go a lot smoother when we know what to expect on a given day. And I, I get it. I get it. Some days stuff just comes out of the sky. You don't know what is going on. I get it. Okay. <laughs> things get crazy sometimes, but let's try to control what we can control. So what are some things that we can control in our day-to-day lives? This is going to be unique for every single one of us. For me, it means that I lay out my clothes (laughs) for the day beforehand, okay? This doesn't always happen, but it does help quite a bit. It means that I have a clean environment to work in, and it means that I have followed up on any loose ends. If I have meetings that are still pending, I get those finalized or get those off of my day. Basically, anything that is not finalized, the more we finalize, usually the better. What's the saying? Um, if If you fail to plan you plan to fail. And don't get me wrong, there's always room for spontaneity. I think it's very healthy. It's very important to have that element in your day. In fact, I do want to draw on that concept and how that plays with stress a little bit later on. But for the most part, if you can feel at ease before you go to bed, you'll wake up feeling so much better in the morning about everything that is going to happen in your day. The next thing is make sure that you have something that you are looking forward to that day. If you are waking up stressed and fatigued and feeling depressed, 
there is probably something that could be tweaked a little bit. Okay. Now notice that I mentioned feeling depressed versus depression. Okay. We all know here I'm a big advocate of mental health care. So if you are in a really what feels like a permanent state of depression, please go get help. And that is for those of you who aren't familiar, if you are feeling down for more than like three weeks, two, three weeks, depends on who you talk to, but usually that's the rule of thumb. If you're consistently feeling down for more than two to three weeks, please go see a mental health professional. Okay. But have something that you are looking forward to. You open your eyes and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to do this today. Trust me, it helps the waking up process so much when you have something that you are looking forward to. It can be so simple. It can be more significant for some days, whatever it needs to be, just something that you are excited about and that you're looking forward to, okay? The next one is to incorporate gratitude. Stress and gratitude can coexist. Don't get me wrong. But I find when I incorporate more gratitude into my life, it does significantly help. Um, And I don't mean like the walk of shame gratitude. Okay, like let's stop with that whole deal because it's not helping anybody, especially women, right? So it's like, oh my gosh, I hate doing these dishes, but I need to be grateful for these dishes. Like, oh my gosh, like do what you need to do, but rarely do I find that is actually helpful to women, okay? Like things that you are legitimately grateful for, things that you love doing. Like, oh my gosh, I love my CrossFit class. Awesome. That's something to be grateful for. And don't get me wrong, everything is something that you can be grateful for, but like I actually want to engage in this activity in like a helpful, healthy way. And so things that you actually are grateful for and bring you legitimate joy and happiness in in the like current speaking. All right. The next one is to delegate. I remember several years ago, I seemed to be having a lot of conversations about, you know, like not having enough time. And I remember talking to my friends and we would always say to each other, like, oh my gosh, there's only 24 hours in a day. When you figure out how to get more, let me know. I'm letting you guys all know. (laughs) I actually want to do a whole separate podcast on how to make your day more efficient. And this would definitely be nested under there. So I'm just going to brush this very lightly in this episode. But the whole idea is that you can buy up a lot of time. You can get a lot of time back to yourself and you can decrease your stress levels dramatically when you delegate. Who can you delegate, you ask? Lots of people. (laughs) There's lots of options, okay? This whole concept that I see, I definitely see this expected of us as women of like, oh, you are a superwoman. Like you are the epitome of the ideal woman if you do it all by yourself. Name one successful woman who like achieved like all she wanted to achieve and did not have some help in the process. 
And she didn't rip her, her hair out either. Like name one woman. I can't think of one. Every single successful woman has had help. For me, I don't care if it's paid help or unpaid help. It's both delegation. It both decreases stress and it helps so much, like so, so much. There are so many things that I evaluate the trade-off and I say, okay, is it more worth my time and energy and well-being and happiness for me to do this task or is it better to delegate this and have it off of my plate? It's my personal opinion, parallel to Rachel Rogers, that you should be delegating at least one thing every day. Why? Because it will help with your sanity levels for one. Two, it will help you have better perspective on your life overall. And three, it will help you feel more peaceful. It will reduce your stress astronomically. Okay. So what are tasks that you can delegate? This is a very, very personal decision, one that I really cannot make for you. And again, I do want to touch on this in another podcast, so I don't want to like belabor this point. But the idea is, if you are a working professional, how much do you make an hour? How much time would you spend on doing a task? Total up that amount and then research how much it would cost you to delegate it and then determine if it's worth that time to delegate it while you work, right? Because to make this happen, (laughs) it's while you work and then buy back that time. The same goes if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're working with spousal income. It's not exactly the same though, and it's so personal, I don't even want to go into it. That is very a personal thing, a personal decision between you and your spouse. Um, But ultimately, the idea is that we can delegate a lot more than we think we can. And instead of running in circles, (laughs) trying to get everything done that I need to do, trust me, I still do that. (laughs) I definitely am always working on this. But instead of doing that as frequently as I know I would otherwise, I can take a step back and say, okay, how can I get this off of my plate? And how can I have a more peaceful demeanor, feeling, heart, all the things, okay? So I'll tell you for me, Instacart is my favorite thing. Why? Because it could take me probably an hour to go shopping. And with the deal that I have with Instacart, delivery is anywhere from five to $10 for however big of an order I put in. I could order food for a whole month using that one hour and that $10 service fee plus a tip or whatever it is. And ultimately I'll tell you, I make more than $10 an hour. So it's worth it to me. Okay, so there's trade-offs like that all over the place that we can make and it makes life so much easier and stress is decreased by so much. Also, when I was in management in corporate at a Fortune 500 company and also when I was a different management job, my whole concept was, okay, how can I delegate pretty much all the tasks so that I can focus on fighting fires 
and not let my team down when I'm not able to do my side of things because I'm so busy fighting fires. Let's delegate everything because inevitably something will always come up. Okay. This whole concept of like, there are people here to help you use the help. It's so invaluable. Alrighty. What else can we do to go from stress to ease? This one is actually, it's so humbling to me every time. (laughs) And that is knowing the difference between actual problems and the problems that I am creating. There is a difference. And to be clear, this is not an opportunity to dismantle my thoughts, my feelings, or my emotions. Quite the opposite. It's a chance for me to dive into them, see what's actually going on, and reevaluate if I want to keep those emotions and those feelings around. And if not, what I can do to eliminate them, or at least lessen them, so that I can focus on on the real problems that I can control, right? We all know this. We can't control the uncontrollable. So let's focus our energies on the things that we can and let go. Just let go of all the other things. This is going to be so pivotal in evaluating, you know, like, okay, is this worth my stress? Like putting a value on stress is such a unique exercise. Is this worth the amount of stress that I am putting on this problem? No? Okay. Why am I feeling this way? How can I work with this? This is great journaling or coaching material, by the way, if you have a coach that you want to take this to. Um, Work through that and let go. Let go of what you can't control. The next thing is actually very similar, and that is managing expectations. I have noticed this in myself a lot recently, is that when I'm stressed, it's because I feel like I am operating beneath an expectation. And that's either an expectation for myself or an expectation for somebody in my sphere of influence. Let's put an example on this. Let's say, for example, hypothetically, I'm stressed at work and I feel just really overwhelmed and I take a step back and I say, oh, I am working on this report super hard and I'm really stressed because I want it done tonight. I want it done before I go home tonight. My manager wants it done tomorrow between noon and two and then another stakeholder wants it due an hour ago I feel really stressed because I'm trying to meet three different differing expectations this is stressful as heck okay so the best thing to do is take a step back go to all the stakeholders in this circumstance and say hey I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here let's have a dialogue about this when is this actually due? (laughs) Oh, turns out it's actually due in two days and everyone is okay with that. Yeah, some people are a little grumpy, but everyone's okay with that and I'm not stressed out on my mind anymore, okay? So having those expectations all aligned is going to help so much with stress. This is also so common in romantic relationships. 
Let's say that I have the expectation that my spouse is going to do the laundry every Wednesday. And he has the expectation that he's going to do it every Saturday. And we never communicate about that. But ultimately, we're both frustrated with the other person because we're saying, oh, like, why, why are you never helping? Like, and that's not actually the real issue. The real issue is the differing expectations and the stress and the conflict. Having the ability to get on the same page with others through some clear communication is going to seriously decrease stress. This can also be true when, let's say, you aren't able to meet a deadline. So, for example, going back to the report example, let's say that we all agree that it's due Wednesday at 3 p.m. And I have been waiting on a couple other departments to get me data, and I haven't been able to get it by like 10 a.m. that morning. And I'm really, really, really stressed. This is actually more closely related to like delegating. (laughs) We're delegating the stress. We're delegating the problem here as well as managing expectations. You send an email, you say, hey, this is what's going on. Is it possible to, to get more time? Sometimes the answer is yes, sometimes the answer is absolutely not. And then it's really stressful and we hope to get that over with pretty quickly. But oftentimes, if you notice that you're falling behind, letting somebody know sooner rather than later is going to be so much better because then your expectations are aligned so much sooner, right? You can imagine this because you've probably experienced this. Somebody that cancels your meetup five minutes before the meetup is a lot more annoying than somebody who cancels one week before or even one day before or even four hours before. Am I right? (laughs) So again, this is managing expectations, getting aligned. And if you find yourself overly stressed saying, hey, I need more time or hey, I need more help and just re-leveling the expectation playing field. So I said that I wanted to talk about spontaneity and stress. Having the ability to let go and have fun and find joy does incredible things for stress. Like there's all kinds of articles and scientific studies about like how even smiling decreases stress or having a good laugh decreases stress. Having a good night's rest of sleep is immeasurable help. All of these little things I think are so underrated (laughs) in how they affect stress. When you take care of yourself and when you have the ability to let go and be spontaneous and when you have the ability to have fun, stress is probably going to decrease. And I'm not saying, oh, just drop all your responsibilities and go. No, I'm saying delegate and manage expectations in a way that allows you to have fun without guilt. And there might be other things going on in there. That, again, is another great coaching topic to dive into with your coach. Uh, but just have the ability to let go without guilt and to be able to rejuvenate. These kinds of things look like having a nap if you need a nap. Um, calling in a sick day if your mental health is there. It also counts like nourishing your body setting aside the time to work out, set aside the time to make a healthy meal. All of these things actually are going to really, really, really help your stress. When your body and your mind realize, oh, we don't have to be as stressed because 
<laughs> so-and-so didn't forget about us. They're taking care of us. Like we don't have to go into survival mode, which means we don't need to be like stressing and in this flight mode of like, okay, where's my next meal going to come from? And how am I going to get somewhere? And like, these are, <laughs> we don't want to be in survival mode like that. Okay. Like make sure your body and your mind and you, <laughs> you feel safe and you feel taken care of because this is really, really, really going to decrease your stress on so, so many levels. One of the last things that I do, if I am like so stressed out that I literally cannot function, this is a tool that I use. I literally get out a blank sheet of paper, my favorite pen, I sit myself at the desk, and I I put at the top of the paper, I say stress list, and I candidly say everything everything, all the worst case scenarios, all the what ifs, all the things that I'm worried about. And I literally say it like that. I am worried that this will happen. And then if that happens, that this will happen. I am really stressed out that this person hates me right now. And I don't know how to deal with that because I've been working really hard on people pleasing. And I just go, 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 go. And I just write and write and write and write until I cannot anymore. Can I tell you something? (laughs) Usually, once I have it all put out on the paper, it is like significantly less than I thought it would be. Like it is significantly shorter of a list. And I just usually I'm in shock. (laughs) I just I just stare at this piece of paper that usually isn't like, don't get me wrong. I've had times where it's like multiple pages, right? But usually it's like a small percentage of what I thought it would be. And I feel so much better afterwards. And for me personally, I know this does not work for everyone and that's totally fine. But for me personally, after that, I can get out another sheet of paper and say, okay, based on all of that, what are my to-do action items? What's in my control? What is not in my control? Who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to delegate to? What expectations do I need to manage? And then I can act on the to-do list because I feel in control. My stresses feel listened to and acknowledged, which is super important because I took time with them and I literally wrote them down on a piece of paper and it knows that I'm not going to forget about all all, all these stresses. And so they feel acknowledged and I have a plan and oh my gosh, I feel infinitely better after I am able to do that debrief. And you know what the coolest thing is? I <laughs> I don't consciously keep around these stress lists. Uh, usually they go straight in the trash after like a day. Um, after my brain's like, okay, no, you are listening. Okay, good, good, good. But um, there have been times where I've like come across these stress lists like, I don't know, two, three, maybe even four weeks later. And it's so intriguing because every single without fail I know this doesn't happen to everyone but this has been my experience without fail (laughs) every single item is not a stress factor anymore like all of them have been taken care of and sometimes like all the way I think there's been actually now that I'm thinking about maybe one time where there was one left outstanding but usually they get taken care of more quickly than we would imagine which is 
it's comforting. <laughs> it's comforting to look at that historical data and be like, hmm, okay, I can work through this. I can do this. So there are so many ways to manage stress. And I hope that these are just a few helpful tools in your toolkit to help you go from stress to ease and to be able to find that happiness and that tranquility in your life and to be able to spend time and emotions on the things you love with the people you love and that you will be able to get unblocked to some degree in this way and be able to move past some of the stress that you've been experiencing. If you have any questions, do not hesitate. Reach out to me and my team at sarahsimplethoughts at gmail.com. Also, you can reach out to my Instagram. Uh, It's at sarahsimplethoughts. Also on Facebook, just reach out if you have any questions. Again, leave a rating if you would be so kind and share with your friends and family. I'm so happy that you were here today. I loved talking with you and I am so excited for next time. See you then.